this bulletin, more than 30 dead in a Thailand mass killing at a childcare centre. Solomon Islands reassures Australia over military bases. And in sport, Luciano Leilua's name scratched off the team for the Rugby World Cup amid charges of domestic violence. Good morning, Claire Slattery with SBS News. A former policeman has killed at least 38 people in an attack on a childcare centre in northeast Thailand. Among the victims are at least 22 children, a teacher who was eight months pregnant and the man's own wife and child. Police say the attacker was a former lieutenant colonel who had been discharged from service last year for drug-related reasons and killed himself and his family after stabbing and shooting his victims at the facility in the town of Utai Sawan in Nong Bua Lampu province. A motive remains unclear. Solomon Islands Prime Minister Manasse Sogavare has reassured Australia at bilateral talks in Canberra that he will never allow a foreign military base to be set up in his country. Mr Sogavare says he does not want to jeopardise his country's security. The Solomon's PM has also pushed Australia to increase its development commitments to the island as it adapts to the effects of climate change. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says Australia will honour this. Australia regards ourselves as, as very much uh, partners of, we want to be partners of choice. Uh, We regard security in our region as being critical. We also uh, regard the need to uplift uh, the living standards and quality of life of people in the Pacific as being absolutely critical. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is urging Australia to vote against Russia at the United Nations General Assembly next week. In an address to Australia's Lowy Institute, a global policy think tank, Mr Zelensky said Australia must use its influence to convince as many countries as possible to not remain neutral and to vote against Russia's recent annexation of Ukrainian territory. He says Ukraine's victory over Russia will signify that democracy always triumphs over tyranny. And Ukraine must win. This is not just something about our country. It's about all of us in the world. It's about Australia as well, about your freedom, about your safety, about our common values and about our common peace. Meanwhile, China has successfully blocked a motion put by members of the United Nations Human Rights Council to hold a debate about alleged human rights abuses in the country's Xinjiang region. The motion was put forward following the release of a UN report in August that found possible crimes against humanity were being committed in Western China. It's the second time in the Council's 16-year history that a motion has been rejected and is seen as a setback to both accountability efforts and the the West's moral authority on human rights. China's ambassador to the UN, Chen Xu, has accused the world body of singling his country out. By tabling this draft decision, the United States and some other countries are trying to create a dangerous shortcut to introducing country-specific issues to the Human Rights Council. Today, China is targeted. Tomorrow, any other developing country could be targeted. The International Monetary Fund has once again downgraded its growth forecasts, warning that the risks of a global recession are rising. The IMF is now projecting that the world's economy will grow by 3.2% this year and 2.9% next year. 
The IMF estimates that countries making up one-third of the world economy will see at least two consecutive quarters of economic contraction this or next year, while even countries with positive growth will experience recession-like conditions. IMF Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva says the COVID-19 pandemic, rising inflation, Russia's war with Ukraine and climate change are weakening global economies. We expect global output as a result of all this to shrink between now and 26, 2026 by $4 trillion. To give you a sense what is $4 trillion, this is the size of the German economy. Gone. And unfortunately, I'm the natural optimist, but today I stand in front of you and I need to say more likely to get worse than to get better. French author Annie Ernaux has won this year's Nobel Prize in Literature. The Nobel Committee says the 82-year-old has won for her work, which describes the agony of the experience of class, describing shame, humiliation, jealousy or inability to see who you are. Ernaux is the first French woman to win the Literature Prize. To sport and Luciano Lelua has been taken out of the Rugby League World Cup under the NRL's no-fault stand-down policy. The 26-year-old is facing charges of domestic violence, which will be brought to the courts next week. There had been some chance of Lelua being able to play in the tournament, given his bail conditions did not ban him from leaving the country and his charges would not result in a minimum sentence of more than 11 years. But the NRL says any charges related Relating to domestic violence would result in a discretionary removal. And that's the latest SBS News.